Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I am your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey. And Micah. Oh, snap, he's still here. Yeah, he is still here. (laughs) (laughs) So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2001 slasher film, Valentine. Love hurts. Love hurts. I actually didn't think of the song. Thank you. I was going to do the same thing. Thank you. Oh, good. (laughs) Hit that music. Happy Spookies and Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Or Valentine's Week. I'm both scared and aroused. Oh. Is your body sensual and real? <laughs> sensual and real is my body. Yes. <laughs> So, this is episode 200. (laughs) I fucked up saying it. I fucked up saying episode 268 of this illustrious podcast and it's the second year it's a tradition now y'all it's the second year of a valentine's day themed horror movie hooray uh we absolutely have done the probably the best valentine's day one last year when we checked in on old harry warden with his (laughs) pickaxe and the smaller jensen ackles yeah and his ankles yeah, I actually really like that episode. I Maybe listened to it a lot. Jensen Ackles ankles. Yes, <laughs> it, it's actually one of our best episodes. Like it gets a lot of hits. People out there like my bloody Valentine. It was people out there Jensen like Ackles ankles. Jensen Ackles. Yeah, he did great in that movie. But this is the second year, and so when Valen, when February was coming up, and I was like, "Fuck, we gotta find something <laughs> that's probably not as good as my bloody Valentine." And I remember a movie from. We little 2001 Otis's life. It was high school me. And it was a movie called Valentine with David Boreanaz and Denise Richards. You. And Marley Shelton. You. And Katherine Heigl. You. And then, what's her face from? Wendy Peppercorn. No, from uh, Grey's Anatomy, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, Jessica Capshaw. Yeah. Capshaw. Yeah, because that's Spielberg's. Spielberg's daughter. God, it's crazy, man. Right? I blew Otis's mind while we were watching this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Another mind blown. Yeah, I didn't know. That's Steven so Spielberg's So Jessica kid. Capshaw is the daughter of Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw. From Temple of Doom. From Temple of Doom. The yeah. screamy girl from Indiana Jones. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it blew my mind. I was like. Arizona son? Robbins out here. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Being the daughter of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> What Wild. Esteban Spielberg is. <laughs> yes, that. So we watched the movie Valentine. So for the uninitiated, this is a it's a slasher film with not that much slashing. They, they kept the blood to a minimum because they were trying to get folks into the seats. But it is a movie that follows a group of women in San Francisco, go Giants, who are stalked by a killer wearing a Cupid mask. So, yeah, this came out February 2nd, 2001. I remember watching this on cable at some point. I was in high school, watched this, and I was like, oh, shit, that looks cool. And I love me some David Boreanaz. And I was like, oh, that, was, that was a movie. And I moved on with my life. And I watched way better and worse and scarier slasher movies from there. So, Katie, what did you think about Valentine? It was okay. 
Um, I liked the mystery of like the whodunit aspect of it because we haven't watched a slasher that didn't have a very specific killer mm-hmm. like from the jump. Like you go in and watch like a Nightmare on Elm Street and you're like, okay, well, if it's Freddy, like he's going to be there or a Jason or a Michael. Like yeah. we know it's that person. We know, yeah. you know, there's no big reveal on who the killer is or whatever. And most of the things that have decent reveals like that we've either done or are so old like we've everyone knows it and we've seen it a bunch of times but this one's kind of one of those like flew under the radar radar not a lot of people like i don't think a lot of people have heard of it oh i, I don't most definitely have you're the only person <laughs> i have ever met who have even knows that this movie exists man i watched a lot of crappy scary movies when i was a kid yeah but, and uh, this, the cast ended up going on and doing like big Great things. Yeah. Like, all of them went on to go do pretty good things. Um, so it's weird that this movie didn't get, like, a, any traction. Um, but I liked it. I liked that there was, like, this who is it, who done it, trying to figure it out as the whole thing is going on and each person is, you know, getting killed off or whatever and you don't really know who is the bad guy. I really like that aspect because we haven't done any movies or a, a lot of movies like that in a while. Um, but I could have done without the fucking bullying, but like, yeah, gotta have you a know. reason for the stabbing. I mean, this movie was in 2001, so they were in sixth grade in like 1991 or whatever the yeah. fuck. Like, I get it. Bullying was very prevalent and it wasn't unheard of for all of this like weird shit to be happening, like horrible shit at school dances to be happening. But it just. That was some extreme bullying. It too. was sad. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Emma. I liked it. Uh, Like I said, I had never heard of this. (laughs) And I, too, am a Aurora Boreanis fan. But it, uh, yeah, it was a, I want to say it snuck up on me, but I called it. And I'm proud to say that. I called it, like, the second... It was, the person showed yeah. up. I said, well, look at that. And Micah goes, no, it's not. <laughs> look yeah. at that person being all killery. I was, <laughs> I was like, wrong. that's suspicious. <laughs> so how about you, Micah? Yeah, I liked it. I had not heard of it before. Um, <laughs> the, the slow, progressive rock. Deftones in the background, <laughs> just like between between that and the uh, the cinematography, it was just so early two thousands. Yeah, just yeah. like if you want a flashback movie to just get you right in the gut punch that that was so long ago now. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ. Um, yeah, oh, watch it, this movie because it it just gives you the throwback and it slaps with nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no That's shit. From the sure. hairstyles to the everything, the, yeah, costuming, Fashion, music choices, yeah. party styles, everything. So yeah. it was, it was a good nostalgia slap. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a fun, campy horror flick. You know, I did. I'm surprised I didn't know this existed because I liked urban legend so much as a kid (laughs) and so i'm surprised that i didn't know about this movie because it seemed like the director did those two movies and then kind of just disappeared into the wind yeah it's weird i feel like this movie didn't ever get talked about because i watched urban legend a lot as a kid yeah and loved every minute of it but i feel like this movie there was no hype for it even though the cast is kind of similar like it's stacked young adults and there was no like Let's go. Let's go conspiracy theory here. <laughs> what if uh, things like Buffy and stuff that everybody says that they, that they like, whether or not they actually do? So you just get this weird vibe that everybody's seen all the episodes and everybody loves mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but like hardly anybody ever saw it. Yeah. Or Angel or something like that. You know, it was talked about a lot, but then it was just like the cool thing to say, "Oh, I love them," or "Oh, I love that show," or "I love that movie." Uh, the amount of people who freak out when I tell them I've never seen an episode of Buffy is wild. Yeah. It's wild. But it's like one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, my favorite book is like Great Gatsby, you know? Yeah. It, it's yeah. like that kind of like, oh, I got to, I got to, yeah, yeah, circle jerk around for that. But 
fake internet points, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe that's why, like, I don't know, David Boreanaz didn't, you know, go like, oh, who, box office mega hit. He yeah. totally could have. I mean, yeah. I fucking love Bones. But. I mean, but David Boreanaz didn't have the staying power that Joshua Jackson had, if we're being completely honest. That's correct. Like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, Buffy was whatever, and however great everybody thinks it is. But, like, David Boreanaz looks like a 40-year-old caveman when he was 22. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Joshua Jackson was a heartthrob in Mighty Ducks. So, Yarp. come at me. Like... <laughs> Not a good skater. Joshua Jackson had bro. 10 full years of being hot already under his belt before Urban Legend came out. Yup. <laughs> so he had that following that David Boreanaz just did not. Same with, like, everyone else in this film. Like, they're famous now. Like, we recognize them now. But, like, the biggest call on this whole list in 2001 had to have been Denise Richards because of yep. Baywatch. And, and that's friends. it. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was she on Friends after this? I don't even remember her being on Friends. <clears throat> she was uh, Ross's cousin. Oh, uh, you're not I listening. Saw no, I'm listening. Somewhere. I was thinking. Yeah, she was Ross's cousin because Ross was like flirting with her, and she was like, "That's weird," because I'm your cousin. Oh, okay. I saw a picture. That yeah, right. they were making out or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I saw a picture. It was weird yeah. looking. <laughs> So, this movie, it's, it's weird because, like I said, I watched a ton of scary movies just as a kid. And, you know, I didn't have the eye I have now when I watch them and I'm, like, picking stuff out. When I was a kid, I was just like, oh, man, that, that mask is creepy as hell. Just everybody's getting stabbed and stuff. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next scary movie. But watching it again, this is probably my third or fourth time watching it. <clears throat> and sitting down and watching this movie, it was cool. It felt like it wanted to be like a murder mystery kind of situation where everybody could be the killer and there was a lot of red herrings and stuff like that. But I don't know. It seemed like the director didn't want to follow through with it and then just kind of went for what he knew, Jamie Blanks knew, and that was kind of the plot of Urban Legend. And I will talk about why these plots are kind of the same. (laughs) And they kind of end the same. So... It just felt like... There Are was... you saying that the 90s had a type? Yeah. <laughs> it just felt like... I don't know. It could have been more. And apparently a lot of the kill scenes were trimmed down for this movie. And uh, there are people out there that want this movie to be brought back out with all the kills in all its glory. And the p- people in charge are like, nah, what are you doing that? That's <laughs> <laughs> money and we don't want to spend it on this movie. But... It, yeah, like it, it's fun. It's a fun one, and watching it again, it was crazy. It's, it's. I didn't realize it was in San Francisco, so everybody when they were talking and stuff, I was like, oh shit, this is like legit. Oh no, now it's cut oh, yeah. scenes from the room for some reason. <laughs> yeah. no, no, they just they just started talking, and I was like, I like how this is just like secretly San Francisco, and he's like, oh, it is. Like they haven't made a big deal about it, but they like just no, throw just, in a couple of little like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the lead writer. I'm the lead sports writer for the Giants. Yeah. Just like, holy shit, just that's cool. Screw that in. Like, <laughs> and the A9ers Dope. and all the. Yeah. <laughs> the speed dating guy. And. Yeah. No, the best fun fact about this movie was the house. Oh, yes. The discovery of the house. Yeah. So, well, the, uh, yeah. Oh, the third act house was actually in another movie that we watched. And I was like, Katie saw it more. She's like, that house is familiar. And I looked like, it up and I found it. It is a familiar one. So, yep. uh, Also we'll, in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Except not because it's in Vancouver. Oh, yes. This film was uh, <laughs> filmed in Canada and that goes to sh- financially why. So a good fun fact, and I won't tell you, it's spoilers a little bit, but this is the cheapest film to ever have a Super Bowl spot. Mm-hmm. Oh. And spoilers. Okay. Spoilers on the money. But it's... The cheapest commercial. So, we'll get through this story, and we'll talk about everything that happens, and we'll go through our favorite least favorite characters. So, we get a sweet-ass montage flashback intro? Yearbook? Crawl? <laughs> they do like everything. a ton of tropes stacked on Yeah, they, they have everybody's name go by, and then they show the young version of them, and then they show them in the flashback, 
But we're at a junior high school Valentine's Day dance in 1988 in San Francisco. And we see Jeremy Melton, and he's a big old nerd, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Nerds are meant to be just made fun of. So Jeremy is looking for a dance with one of the popular girls. And he goes girl to girl. And so we see our leading ladies. So Shelly, Lily, and Paige, they say no, and they're mean as fuck about it. And I was like, "Mm, you know. And the fourth girl, Kate, she responds maybe later. And so he's like, cool, okay, I'll be back. And then he heads over to Dorothy, the husky gal that's sitting down on the bleachers. And so she, I guess, accepts his invitation to dance, but they don't dance. They go make out under the bleachers. (laughs) And, hey, fun fact, the lead bully is from Shameless. And he was the husband of, not Lip, what was his name in Shameless? One of the Gallagher boys. The other older Gallagher, Ian. Yes, the he, he was one. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. The yeah. guy was he was also in Twilight. Oh, Mickey shit. was also in okay. Twilight. But yeah, like Katie saw his face, like son of a bitch, it's him. <laughs> he was a baby. Yeah. He was little. The wee one. So he was like twelve. As they are Jeez. making out under the bleachers, the bullies are like, "Hey, look, Dorothy's making out with that nerd. She's nerd by association because <laughs> they swapped saliva." And Dorothy says, no, I didn't want to be here. Jeremy brought me down here to kiss, and I didn't want this. And the bullies are like, hey, let's roast his onion. And so they proceed to strip him down and then beat the shit out of this kid. And, yeah, we we get back to that later, what happens. But, yes, he is thoroughly and sufficiently just embarrassed and beat up. So we jump 13 years after that, and so we are in 2001, the future, with <laughs> fat brick-ass phones and speed dating and internet that looks really weird. <laughs> and so Shelly, Catherine Heigl's character, she's a medical student at UCLA, go, I don't know. Bruins. Go Bruins. I was going to say Cougars. Everybody's a Cougar. <laughs> that's Washington State. Yeah, no one's a no, Cougar over here. No, that's just Catherine Heigl. Go, go Heigl's. <laughs> So she's at the morgue one night, and she's uh, working on her, her exam. She's going to be, what, a coroner, I guess? No. Or she, she just needs a cut up on a body? She's going to be a doctor, but they have to practice on cadavers. Cadavers. sweet-ass cadaver. She's going to be a surgeon, just yeah. like she is in Grace. Yeah. Yep. So, Pretty cool. you know, the, the tropes of a scary movie, weird sounds happen, and she creeps down the hallway, and she's like, Ooh, I'm gonna go really stupid slow. Friend pops out around the corner really hard. I don't. I don't think I've ever came around a corner super hard like that. And when I wasn't trying to scare somebody, like because right. if I'm walking down the hallway, I'm like it's quiet as fuck. Hey, Katie, where are you? Hey, you know, I'm gonna say something. I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna be completely quiet and just hop around this corner, just in case Katie's there, so I can scare her. <laughs> but uh, the last medical student leaves for the night, and Captain Heigl, Shelley, yeah, Shelley. Mm-hmm. Goes back to her cadaver, and a cadaver breathes, and she proceeds to back away and scream. I probably would have stabbed the breathing person, but, you know, I'm not in this movie. And <laughs> the door behind her, the cadaver falls out of the doorway, and the corpse that was on the table skedaddled really fast. The half-naked person just <laughs> scuttled away. <laughs> so, we see Shelly, she's running, just like a typical horror movie. And she goes into a room with all these bodies in bags, or body bags, and she hides in a body bag. And the killer opens up the first bag and is like, man, this takes too much time. And just proceeds to stab every bag until he gets they. It, it's a big burly person, but probably. is stabbing his way into the bags and gets to the last bag and opens it up and slashes Catherine Heigl's throat. And then zips the bag back up. And then the blood bag has a little spout on it, and the blood goes into the pan and skedaddles away. And so that's how the movie started, I guess. And so we already have one of them down. Catherine Heigl was in this movie for five, ten minutes, maybe. She was the least well-known at the time. Mm -hmm. I can only honestly name one other thing she was in prior (laughs) to this movie, and that is Wish Upon a Star. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. I need yep. to look at a trailer of that to see if I've seen it. But I'm, doesn't I matter. We're it. watching it. I'm yeah, just going to make you watch it. <laughs> I don't care if you saw it when you were a kid. We're watching it again. Yeah. So, I forgot a important plot point. Jeremy, at the dance, as he was getting his ass kicked, his nose started bleeding. And then, after Shelly is murdered, the killer's nose starts bleeding. 
that's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. So instantly we're like, it's the nerd boy. Oh, he's shit. all buffing shit. And he's oh, stabbing. Shit. <laughs> he's back in park form. <laughs> Look, so, Alf. Yeah. <laughs> so at Shelley's funeral, Kate, Lily, Paige, and Dorothy, they are questioned by a detective. Detective uh, douchebag. <laughs> he has an actual mm. name. I can't remember. Douchebag yeah. is more accurate. Detective oh. fuck all. Yeah, detective. I can't remember his name. Fuck it. I'll see it later. But they're questioned by a detective about their whole situation. And earlier, I keep forgetting things because this movie's a mess and it just jumps around. Shelly got probably one of the best looking Valentine's Day cards that threatens you. I've never gotten a card like this, but I'm like, damn, this card's pretty as fuck. Oh my <laughs> God, it's slit in the throat. Man, it's still pretty. <laughs> but she got a card and we see that they haven't seen her in a while and... They're like, well, you know, I haven't talked to her in a hot minute. You know, I didn't know she was around when she moved to L.A. L.A. But as we see later on, Paige Lay Dorothy, they start getting their own obscene cards. And it's signed J.M. on the bottom. And which one of them was just like, I'm going to kill you? One of them was just real simple. It wasn't even that cool of a card. Uh, The very first one that had the little slidey thing. No, but one of them wasn't even that like fancy of a card oh well uh, the one it, girl from it was dorothy's yeah wasn't it because it said they won't even be able to identify you from dental records yeah, there were some rough ones some of the rhymes were nice and shit and then some of them were like i'm gonna cut your head off I'm like oh <laughs> whoa, whoa, damn uh, okay. yeah zero to 100 real quick <laughs> don't go to sleep tonight <laughs> so lily's card hey fun fact lily that's the girl from the first Final Destination movie. She got hit by a bus. Yup. So she was a girlfriend. She's like, I don't fucking believe any of this. And the bus <laughs> just evaporates her. So she gets a card and it said something like, uh, what you eat is what you are. And you are what you eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she takes a bite of chocolates and it's filled with maggots. The, I want to say director or writer of the movie was like, I took a bite of a candy bar and it was full of ants. And I'm like, that fucking sucks. So yeah. I'm going to put it in the movie. And I was like, like how do you really not... Fucking... I don't know. Maybe I'm just Chocolate's weird. Chocolate's just jiggling. Like, like maybe mm. I'm just weird because I, like, look at my food before I put it in my mouth. Same. But, I don't know. Use your eyes. It was, like, the thing was very clearly covered with maggots. It wasn't, like, a, a Nightmare on Elm Street situation uh, where you bite into a chocolate and then Freddy, like fucks with your mind and now it's covered or in maggots like you're seeing or ghost ship yeah you're seeing <laughs> these maggots because you're fucking going psychotic yeah like it wasn't one of those it was very clearly covered in maggots the mm-hmm. whole heart-shaped box full of candy well no the outside the cover was good yes but, but when, when they, you open the box they i thought they looked all right no because she took that bite of that one saw the maggots, yeah, the maggots on were it, out and, and, about. Then, <laughs> and then it Looked at the camera, showed you the rest of the box of chocolates, and there were maggots on all of them. Yeah. Like, how, y- I, what? I, I pictured a killer like filled up like three of them with maggots. He's like, and they were like, "This is a lot of work." Fuck that, and just poured maggots on top. Absolutely, like, don't my day. So, yeah, she ate maggots or put maggots in her mouth. She spit them out pretty good. But now they're getting terrorized by people. So, meanwhile, we get a couple of like smaller stories that don't really mean anything and the people that pop up are kind of crap but Dorothy has a kind of boyfriend his name is Campbell and he's poor and he lost his apartment and he needs help so Dorothy being rich lets Campbell move in at her father's like big ass mansion with her new stepmom that we see once yeah and speaking for diversity Cantonese I think it's Cantonese she speaks but it's a mess. And it's for diversity's sake. Yes. And then... And so is Bradley. Yeah, at the speed dating, yeah. we see young Bradley. Bradley! And then that's when Was I knew this movie... Was it sexually satisfied? Right. Oh. <laughs> and that's when I knew this movie had to have been made in Canada, because Bradley yep. popped up. And I was like, yep. <laughs> so at this point, we see that... What's her name? Kate? Is that the main one? Mm. Yes, Kate. Kate has a on-again, off-again boyfriend. His name is Adam. Hey, it's David Boreanaz. Good to see him. And he has a drinking problem. And they keep bringing it up, and he seems to be better. But then sometimes he just has a, just a big fucking bottle in his car, <laughs> in his pocket. And they're like, are you drinking? He's like, no, nah, man, that's from a friend. 
<laughs> his name's Adam. <laughs> also. <laughs> but it seems to be just an issue. And they broke up because of the alcohol, it yep. seems. And probably him working hard. But he seems all right. So he keeps popping up in this movie. So Lily's boyfriend is an artist, Max. And he has a very shitty exhibit. And so all the girls go to the exhibit. And it's just faces on TV screens. I don't understand what the... It's a maze of sex. Oh, that's what it was? Yes. It, it was wasn't weird. that sexy. No. <laughs> it, wasn't that, it was just like... It was open only. legs and people biting their lips and uh, tongues out and people saying awkward phrases. Yeah. And... You know what I want to see up close? The fucking mouth. That's hot as hell. Mm. No, it's not. I'm like, I'd like to see I? the exit up close yeah. after <laughs> seeing that. Yeah, I see the red lights from exit. I'm like, that's hot as hell. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> so, everybody... Things happen. So, Campbell, the poor person, <laughs> Dorothy's poor boyfriend... Has an ex-girlfriend pop up and tell Dorothy that Campbell is a is, is a leech and he's gonna drain all your money from you and he took some of my money and was supposed to pay me back. So it's a whole lot of situations like that. So while they're in the exhibit, Lily, the maggot girl, she gets lost in the exhibit after you know, dealing with her boyfriend trying to. Get a threesome going, and she's like, "God, that was so cringe." Oh, I invited her. I fucking told Micah the second they started making out. I said, "In comes the '90s other girl to touch herself while her guy is kissing someone," and lo and behold, <laughs> just around the corner, just like what y'all doing? So Lily leaves and tells Max that he's grimy, dude, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I thought you knew I was grimy." <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn. He knows he's he's like, yeah, this is I thought you were school. cool with it. Yeah. I thought you liked it. Gross. <laughs> so she is looking for an exit. And instead of an exit, she finds the killer. And the killer shoots a bow and arrow at her. And the killer is really fucking good at it. And hits her with two more arrows. And she falls down a stairway, a stairwell, into a trash can, a dumpster. And boy, howdy, the stunt person did the stunt that fell fucking hurt themselves doing it because it looked pretty legit. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that bounce at the bottom, I was like, boy, howdy, did she hit hard. Probably fucking hurt. So Lily's out. I was like, damn, these ladies are getting like snuck up on. Not even like, oh, I can fight you. This is just like boy, they're around the corner. I'm like, shit, they can't even do anything. So <laughs> at this point, all the other girls think that Lily is going on a work trip to L.A. So she's not around. Which is weird. I mean, you guys are getting threatened with cards, but Katie disappears for a while. She's fine. She's somewhere else, I guess. I'm like, we should check up on Katie, but... I was going to say, if we had plans for a weekend and fucking Katie didn't show up, I'd be like, bro, yeah, pause yeah. everything yeah. for a minute. <laughs> so, the surviving girls at this point, they contact the police. And so, they find out that the killer probably is Jeremy Melton and they put two and two together with the JM it was another name but they were like it's probably Jeremy because we were pieces of shit to him when we were younger and then we get a what's the word we get an update on Jeremy and what Jeremy was doing back in the day so we find out that Jeremy after the after the ass whooping and everything at the school actually we find out that Jeremy ended up in a state-run mental institution for a while Got out, got back with his family, the family home burnt down, and now Jeremy is just out and about in the streets, and no one's seen him in a while, so he could look like anything. Technology back in the day was real shitty. They had a picture of him as a kid, and they were like, he might have a goatee, might have a beard, might have a hat. We don't know. He could be anybody right now. I'm like, fuck, man, that fucking sucks. <laughs> this person's trying to kill us. So we find out that Dorothy finally... Brings it up to the other girls that that Jeremy didn't actually like attack her and force her to make out, and she was just embarrassed that everybody like, caught her making out with the nerd boy, and so this part made me really upset because Kate Capshaw or Kate Wow Arizona uses this moment to kind of lay into the other girls because she has always seen herself as the fat friend. Mm -hmm. And, like, she couldn't be seen making out with the nerd because all of her friends were, like, the 
the prettiest girl, the rich girl, the this girl, the that girl, you know, the super popular ones. And she was just like the fat friend when they were growing up. She was the duff. Yeah, she was the dove, and she she's not now, but she has, like, severe body dysmorphia now mm, because mm-hmm. of it, and she basically, like, yells at her friends because of this, because of her body dysmorphia, and how uncomfortable she is in her own skin, yeah. and her friends are just sitting there like, we've never thought that about you, like, you aren't our fat friend, you're just our friend, like, yeah. And there's this moment there where just she goes off and it's just like, oh, are you the bad guy? I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, there are red herrings everywhere. Oh, there are. Another side story is Kate. She has a neighbor named Gary and he likes to do a couple of things. He likes to rhyme Kate's name with stuff as she is walking out of her apartment and he likes to put on her underwear. And Mike, I'm not going to lie, when Gary popped out. It looked like you for a second with all that <laughs> crazy hair. And I was like, Black ass hair. I, I'm, I'm not okay. Right? <laughs> Maybe not, it's fate, Kate. I'm not right, man. I'm not right. I'm not right, man. <laughs> so Gary is putting on Kate's underwear. <laughs> and then the killer came in. So the killer is like, hey, what are you doing? I'm supposed to sneak in here. And Gary's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just going to skedaddle with this underwear. I'm taking underwear with me. But I'm just going to leave. Hey, what are you doing with that iron? And proceeds to beat the shit out of Gary with the iron, and is just like swinging it like a like a I don't know a mace, and they're like just destroyed that man, and I guess fixed everything and just left. So the killer was just there, was just like, why is this door open? Well, the killer was looking for the person who lives in that apartment. That was Kate's. That was Kate's apartment. There were two people who lived in that apartment. That was the one that had the two girls. Oh, it had Denise Richards and Kate. Well, mm-hmm. good thing they weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why the iron. killer was going in there. And then when Kate gets home later, she realizes that someone has been in her apartment because the iron is all wrapped up and it never was before. Yeah, she mm-hmm. likes to leave it on <laughs> like it could catch on fire. That's what she likes. She's to an do. idiot. Absolutely. So as Valendi- Valentine's Valentine's Day approaches, Dorothy, she's planning a party at her dad's big ass house. The same estate as... Oh, Romeo must die. Hey, it's the same place. Where oh, Jet, Li, Jet Li's fighting that dude on the rooftop. Yeah. like, mushes his head in. The exact same house. Great movie. Great Which movie. is, you know, supposed to be a mansion in San Francisco. According to both Valentine and Romeo must die. But is actually a fancy mansion in Vancouver where they like to shoot movies. Romeo <laughs> must die. We, we gotta do that movie, Pick man. Pick try again. Oh, that's a good ass movie. Does yourself off and try again is such a we good movie. We can do a Jet Li month. I can watch Jet Li all the time. Let's go. But I digress. Let's do the one. Oh, yeah. I've been saving that, man. Oh, <laughs> so, no. What's the one where he has the collar? That's my Unleashed. Jam. Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Unleashed, Unleashed is so wild. good. It's got Bob Hoskins in it, man. Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. Well, anyway. I feel uh, left out. <laughs> well, you'll like them all, maybe. You watch The Expendables? No. Oh, my God. Emma. So, <laughs> the morning of the party, we see that Campbell... He had evil, bad intentions. He don't love Dorothy. I mean, he might of love her. Of course not. They've been dating for all of three days. He's her yoga instructor. Bitch. <laughs> so we find out that Campbell is trying to steal Dorothy's father's money and other bad stuff and stealing things. So he's a bad person. And then the killer appears. <laughs> this killer's like a ninja. And hits Campbell in the back with an axe. So Campbell's gone. And so everybody assumes, because he was going to be at the party later, that he just left. And then the mean girl is still around. So she's like, I told you he was crap. And he's not coming back because he's a crap person. So they're like, oh, maybe he is crap. So <laughs> like I said, there's all these weird little backstories. So at this point, the party falls apart. And we see that, what was it? Paige. She deals with a guy from the, was it was a dating thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she pours hot wax on his wing-wang, and he's in pain. She oh, tied him down. Every dude in this movie is fucking gross. Oh, yeah. thoroughly. He's like, hey, I got a present. I got to show you something. Let's go upstairs. It's my dick. Ta-da. She's like, you showed me your penis. He's like, yeah. You unwrapped your penis yeah, for it, me. it's my dick. And then basically said, well, it's not going to suck itself. Yeah, get the getting. It's there. <laughs> so 
After putting pouring wax on a penis, Paige is like, man, I'm a bit dry. Time to hop in the hot tub. So Paige hops in the hot tub, and then she has to deal with the killer. And the killer, like, closes it off, and so she's stuck in the hot tub. And it was actually a really cool-looking scene. And the killer has this sweet-ass drill, and he's, like, drilling holes to try That's to like stab. like a two-foot drill bit, yeah, too. Yeah, that was crazy. And then just electrocutes Paige. And I was like, dang. Well, because he drills into her shoulder so that she stops fighting. And then when she's just bleeding there, he, like, opens the lid for a second, and she's like, oh, good. Freedom. And buzz, <laughs> buzz. Electric freedom. <laughs> Ooh. So at this point, we are down to Dorothy and Kate, and they start arguing about who the killer is, because this party's just falling the fuck apart. And Kate's like, maybe it's Campbell. And then Dorothy's like, well, maybe it's fucking Adam. <laughs> And like I said, this is where everybody's name gets thrown out. The detective that's supposed to be finding out who the fuck the killer is tells the the girls that, hey, uh, Jeremy Melton, like, it, he's probably on his way to kill y'all. I'm speeding my way there to help you out. And then Detective Vaughn was the guy's name. He's not a good detective. Nay. He was touching on Denise Richards' leg. And oh, she was like, yeah, you, you can quit. That was the most awkward, like, I'm hitting on you scene. He straight up said, so what are we going to do about this? And she said, Wait, uh, the killer? Isn't that your job? And he said, no, this sexual tension here. <laughs> no, sir. Right. And then Kate calls Detective Vaughn and hears the ringtone outside. She heads outside. And finds his head in the pond. She's like, well, shit, we're going to die. The cop got snatched up. So she runs back in and sees Adam. And then it finally kind of hits her that, oh, shit, Adam is probably Jeremy. And at this point in the movie, Adam is being real creepy. He's like, hey, you should dance with me right now. And he's like, I'm not going to ask again. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, she's, it's weird. She's dancing, but kind of her eyes aren't blinking anymore. It's, it's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And so we see that after kneeing Adam in the balls, she runs off. And then Adam proceeds to be a ninja and get in front of her in multiple scenes. And then we have ourselves a nice little chase scene. Kate grabs a pistola from one of the rooms and goes, I don't know where. The mansion was giant and crazy looking. And heads upstairs and sees the killer. And the killer tackles Kate down the stairs. And they both fall. And she gets up and she's trying to leave. And the killer sits up like Michael Myers. <laughs> like, holy shit. And so... The, the ab strength. The chase... see the mask. Yeah. The chase is on again. Actually, no, it's not. Adam comes out with the pistola and lights up the killer. Hey, it wasn't. Adam wasn't the killer. Ain't that a bitch? Hey, look at that. And so the mask is taken off of the killer. It was Dorothy all along. Holy shit, Dorothy's a badass. <laughs> and so it all makes sense. Dorothy, being jealous of her thin friends, proceeds to make a fucking decades-long revenge plot to kill everybody involved in her life and ruin it easily. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, as the two survivors hug each other, Adam... Gets a nosebleed and looks off into the distance and smiles. He was a killer all along. So Adam slash Jeremy got faked uh, reconstructive surgery and looked like a caveman and yeah. made the slowest burn of a revenge plot to kill everybody except Kate because Kate at least danced with him finally. Could have been worse. He could have, you know... Grabbed a gun, shot up the high school that they all went to. That's correct. Yeah, if this was later. It'd See, kids, been a shooting. It's well, Columbine not. had already happened. That was like five years before. And that's one reason that the studio were a little bit bleh, about doing a slasher film because it was so close to Columbine. They were a bit worried, which I think sense? think kind of changed a little bit of this movie because they were a bit they they had the yips about making a slasher film. Makes sense. And it was well, a school-related slasher. So I was going to say, a, a high school-related, bully-involved yeah. revenge plot. There's an episode of BoJack that deals exactly with that, and it's titled Thoughts and Prayers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Katie, who was your favorite character in Valentine? 
Nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't like anybody more than anyone else in this film. Correct. Everyone's performances were just kind of meh. Micah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the silence for uh, me. It's okay. You could also say nobody. It's fine. Yep. I mean, I guess my favorite character can be David Boreanaz's character because he was able to be a really good killer. Wow. So, I mean, not my favorite for the sense of, yeah, go killers. Yeah. It's more of a, he was the <laughs> he most consistent character yeah. in the entire flags as movie. Killers on it. <laughs> Jafar, Jafar. And then, he, and then he twisted his way out so that the people closest to it wouldn't couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that was pretty legit. Whole lot of thinking on this yeah. part. Yeah, so that's mine. Who's next? Me. You. Also, no one. <laughs> because, just like Katie said, no one stood out as being fantastic. No one stood out as being anything other than a person in a movie. So, I... After we finished it, and Katie was talking about her favorite and least favorite and stuff like that, I sat and I was kind of thinking about it, but then, yeah, I'm going to go with Adam slash Jeremy. The the slow burn smart shit he had to do to plan all of this, and why did he wait so long? Was it the an- just the anniversary of it? But it wasn't. It happened in 88. No, he waited for her to break up with him. Oh, and then he just thought, he's like, fuck it. It's fuck happening it. now. Revenge plot. It was weird. It was a very weird plot, but yeah, that that, that was it. I guess he was the smartest person in the room. But the plan came down to knocking somebody out and putting them in the outfit and just throwing them at somebody. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess he won like that. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Uh, That would be a combination of Dorothy and Cam. Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Campbell? Uh, yeah, sure. That asshole yoga the steely instructor asshole. guy. Yeah. Um, Cam sucked. He like popped up in this girl's life. They had known each other for like three days, and because of her body dysmorphia and low self esteem, because clearly all fat chicks have a fucking problem with that. <laughs> Note the sarcasm in my goddamn voice, because grow the fuck up, and I hate Hollywood for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Because of her low self-esteem and body issues, she, of course, instantly fell in love with Cam and was like, oh, yeah, you can come live with me even though I've only known you for three days and we've only taken, like, two yoga classes together. Yeah, now we're dating. Now we're in love. And she went so far, Dorothy went so far as to say to a friend that, uh, to who, whoever the girl is that was dating yeah. David Boreanaz's character, Kate, Kate she said to Kate that me. David Boreanaz is probably the killer and you shouldn't trust him even though her, him and Kate have been together for like a year and a half at mm-hmm. that point. And Kate turns it around and is like, well, you shouldn't trust Cam. He could be the killer. He's only been in your life for three days. And she's like, but I love him. And I was like, oh my fucking God. What? Yeah. That whole what dynamic. the fuck? And then Cam was just skeezy and gross. He got into that house and immediately started plotting on, like, things to steal and money to spend. And then this other woman showed up, this other rich girl showed up and was like, oh, yeah, that's my necklace. He stole it from me so he could give it to you. Like, all he does is steal shit. Take it from me. His previous rich girlfriend. like Ruthie. Ruthie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just both of them and their whole dynamic, Dorothy making excuses for his fucked up behavior and his complete fucked up behavior. They Toxicity. Were trash. They were fucking trash. My time. Um Detective Vaughn sucks. Yep. <laughs> what a yep. fucking creep, man. <laughs> yep. He was useless, got nothing done, and then and hit on her. Hit on her super hard, and, and his then head lost cut his head. off. Yeah, did nothing. So no, and he. Oh no! What a what a piece no. of work that guy. Yeah, okay, no, he sucks. Boo. I was Emma. saying boo earns. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said male parts. 
<laughs> because I Aaron cannot Jared, name every dude, every one in this. man from this movie, aside from the guy at speed dating who didn't even open his mouth. Oh, he tried, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably the only decent man yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Everyone else, the da- Dorothy's dad was a Trash. piece of shit. Trash. Every boyfriend, piece of shit. Yep. All the boys at that high school, awful. Bradley, detective, also shit. awful. Bradley, garbage. I love you, Bradley, but no, no low bones for you. <laughs> Mr. Jock, dude, no thank you. Everybody oh, sucked. Shitty dudes in this. Every was male so bad. in this movie sucked, and every female was a like horrible mm-hmm. female stereotype. Yeah, every single one. The falls for it every time type. Yeah. 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 Wow. It was awful. So Don't forget about Max. Yeah. The trash artist. Yeah. So male parts as a whole. Every man in this movie. Garbage. Also all the women, but male parts. <laughs> all of everybody. So let it I be... liked no one and I hated them all. Yeah. So let it be known <laughs> for least favorite, I wrote Yup. <laughs> but I'm going to add to that and say honestly, the detective was the worst. Mm-hmm. But at least it's a trope in scary movies that, you know, it's like Willie when he came around the corner. He's like, I'll help you. Help the lad you. And took an axe to the back. He's like, oh, I'm bad at this. There's always somebody that should save the day and then they get killed easily. Dude, yep. I got to say, like, people just die like that in yeah. this movie. It's Jeez, like, shit, man. if I'm going to go out in a really, really shitty way, I hope it's that fucking quick. Yeah, man. Catherine it's- Heigl. Can we just. That dude slashed her throat. She took one, which would not be possible. I'm sorry. You <laughs> slash someone's throat. You cannot softly breathe once. No, you, you gurgle. You would gurgle for like eight minutes <laughs> until you drowned in your own blood. Or like, bled out. Either exactly. But I'm like, y'all, there is no twitching. There's no, like, how, mm. Yeah. Not that I'm like, come on. Get kill people right. properly, yeah. but the right. early two thousands weren't trying very hard. It's no, yeah. she straight up went, ah, "I'm dead." <laughs> so if she said that, <laughs> one one fun fact that I, I thought was pretty funny: David Boyanis never actually put the outfit on. It was other people because he filmed all his scenes in less than two weeks, and then he guess went off to film other to finish Buffy. Yeah, so. The killer is just kind of inconsistent sizes, which is what you should do in a mystery. Mm-hmm. It should just be like, why is he taller now? Why is he thin now? What the fuck does this mean? Because you want people to be like, oh, that's a female's body now. Yeah. Oh, it's a tall person's body. This that's a small person. It's just a tiny. It's just Warwick <laughs> Davis stabbing people. Right. Like, that don't make a lick of sense. But it, it it makes sense. But apparently he wanted to do more. But they were just like, nah. You go over here, David. We got stuff for you to do because you're a pretty guy. So, <laughs> this film came. Actually, I'm I'm all types of fucked up. So now let's do seven word synopsis, and I have a couple because, boy howdy, I was busy. So my first one is the Valentine cards are legit as shit. So I'd like to think if someone was threatening my life. I hope they make a card like that. I'm like, damn, look at little hand stabbing. Prime pop-ups, doilies, hearts. <laughs> uh, my next one is, killer was wronged, friend? Hello, urban legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just like an urban legend, it was Rebecca Gayhart, as she, when she was younger, the girls did a turn on the headlights, and then she, her boyfriend got murdered. So she exacted revenge decades later, just like Jeremy Melton exacted revenge decades later. So yeah, it, this director really likes that idea. The next one is, that mansion looks familiar. Romeo must die? <laughs> and then, Jeremy wasn't the killer? Oh no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then, there was originally two killers in movie. So, the fun fact for this one was, Dorothy and Jeremy were actually going to be killers, not together, not like Scream, but just in tandem. There was another scary movie we watched. Or, actually, no. The Batman story, The Long Halloween. Because there's two Halloween. Uh, actually, uh, Callan. What, what the fucking killer's name? Holiday Killers. So it was Two Face and his wife. But they were doing it on their own terms. Spoiler for that awesome story you should have already read. But there were two killers. And then when Two Face is like, 
Hey, the killer's right there. Okay, well, that, that, okay, I'm just shoot this person and just be like, <laughs> you know? And so that was going to be the idea with this movie. Either Dorothy started the kills or Jeremy, but then the other one's like, that's a good-ass idea. Okay, well, I'm going to stab while everybody's looking that way. And then it all had culminated with the two killers, I don't know, teaming up or just fighting each other. I don't know what the original idea was, but I thought that'd be cool that it was actually two killers just kind of off doing their own things. Mm-hmm. Katie. Didn't need Angel to be the killer. <laughs> yeah. It would have been nice if it was anybody else. I didn't need him to be Jeremy Melton. Like, they went this whole movie. It would have been fine if Jeremy Melton, like, was the killer. But it was someone different. Like, just a random dude that we still haven't seen to this point. And he reveals himself at the end or whatever. Like, he gets thrown down the stairs and or shot by... Uh, David Boreanaz, and it's him. Like, it was a weird plot twist that just, I felt, was unnecessary to, for it, for them to make it David Boreanaz. Mm-hmm. And then, Dorothy needed therapy for body dysmorphia issues. I already yeah. kind of went into this, but girl was fucked up in the head. Like, Boy, howdy. She, she needed help. And then my last one, Dorothy lying would result in suicide today. So what happened yep. to, um, what is his name? Mm. Jensen? No. Jeremy. Jeremy. Mm. What happened to Jeremy would definitely not be the case today. Um, that kind of bullying and, like, the stigma of being the kid who, like, pushed themselves onto a girl, which is base- which is what Dorothy said happened. Yup. Um... Like, being seen as a rapist and, like, that following him in school. Yeah. That kid would have been bullied relentlessly yeah. and would have likely killed himself. Like, if it oh, he had would taken have had place in 2022. Threats, he would have had... Oh, yeah. yeah. But, it, but like, today's kids, mm-hmm. like, no. He wouldn't have just gotten beat up and then gone to a mental yeah. ward. Like, he nope. would have killed himself. Yep. And it'd be fucking horrible. Would have been pretty bad. Don't lie about assault, guys. Nay. Don't. Micah. Um, I, I'm second guessing. the one you do okay. have. Uh, I don't want to be Frank. I am Paige. <laughs> when creepy weird guy was like, let's be Frank. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, What's your dang, other one? I had a good one. I don't and know. Then I second guess my way out of it. Um, do you need to come back? Okay. <clears throat> on the nose with the obvious stereotypes. <laughs> uh, these girls never outgrew their drama. No, not at all. And then my alliterative moody masked man, in quotes, makes moves murdering many. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you have it now? No. He says no. Do you have it? Good. He waved it off. <laughs> So, this film came out February 2nd, 2001. Sweet Jesus, that was a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys and gals think the budget for this film was? Katie. Because there were so many, like, teen famous people in this film, um, I said $10 dues, and that's probably way more than what was actually spent on it. Emma? <laughs> I said twenty dollar dues for the same exact reason that Katie just described. Mm, Michael, eleven and a half dollars. Oh, sneaky boy, sneaky boy, <laughs> sneaking! It would have worked out if Katie didn't hit it right on the the nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the sound. That's the sound. So the budget oh, was, was the sound. Yes. <laughs> so the budget was ten dollar dues. So earlier. I saw some notes saying that the budget was like $29 reduced. That's wild. But they actually calculated it. And that's why they filmed in Canada, because it's cheaper there. And a lot of reasons. And But no, the budget was $10 reduced. And that's why it's the cheapest film to get a commercial on Super Bowl. And that was probably a dollar reduced of its budget right there. Because uh-huh. commercials on Super Bowl Sunday are very, very expensive. So... Yeah, now they cost uh, like six million, eight yeah. million per second. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, it's by fucking second, man. 
Well, no, it's like a 30. No, it's 30 uh, by 30 seconds. By 30 seconds. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was less 30, than I, Yeah, Jesus. I thought a 30-second commercial is like 8 million, I think. Oh, man, that's a lot of money for 30. But everybody's watching, so, yeah. <laughs> hey, my name's Otis. Go to my store. <laughs> All right. That was a million. A three-second three commercial. Put the website up. Puts up you $600,000. Wait, did you Wait. actually put the name of the company? No. Damn it. Uh, yeah, they're like, <laughs> I don't know the guy's name, but he was very much in a hurry. I don't know what he was doing. So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? $15 dues. Okay. Emma? I feel like I grossly overestimated this. I said 50 50 Michael? 27 27 I like where your head's at, Micah, and it paid off for once. The box office. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> You're right. The box office was thirty six point seven dollar dues. So the movie made money. Yeah, just it did. Didn't make a lot of money. I guess like horror wise, triple double what your budget was is awesome. But I bet they were aiming for a little bit more because of all the people that was in this movie. For what they had, this should have made probably like fifty, sixty million. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't know. This movie was weird. I watched it and I was like, it was a movie. Enough people went and watched it. So I, I just don't fucking know what happened with this movie because. It's all what? your fault for some reason. $7 million for 30 seconds is yeah. the current 2023 mm-hmm. price for this Super Bowl. Sweet Jesus. And as of this recording, which is early. Uh, they've already sold 95% of all their ads for the Super Bowl. So. Hey, so there's still a couple of seconds for us. Jesus. <laughs> how much couldn't can I, afford it. How much can I get for 20 bucks? Sweetie. I'll let you put a One second of Super Bowl commercial costs $288,000. No, 10%. I, I couldn't even do that if I put everything that I own up as collateral. <laughs> your house. Your whole house, maybe. If I sold it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I couldn't even put it up as just in oh, case. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Fucking so, wild. So, minority <laughs> kill count. That's of zero, right? A lot of white people died. Bradley got out. Bradley wasn't Step-mom anywhere near it. Stepmom wasn't anywhere near Ruthie, it. Ruthie, the mean ex-girlfriend, she was a bit dark. Oh, the maid. Oh, the, yeah, the, the maid. maid, too. Yeah, so two. Because Ruthie was a little dark. Ruthie yeah, wasn't I anything. Don't know. Ruthie she was, was tanned. Okay, well, the maid for sure. Carmen yeah. Electra too, just tanned. Yeah. So that's one. So electric boogaloo stuck in the tanning bed. <laughs> so the new number is two hundred and eighty-five. In a Tito turtle, and a house. No moss. Of vampires. Nom 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 nom. So does anybody have anything else to say about Valentine? Don't be these people. Yeah. Will you be my Valentine? Not if it turns out like this. Bye. <laughs> Mike has just got a big ass jug of tequila in his car. <laughs> oh, that's from a friend. I'm like, okay, Mike. <laughs> okay. That's from a son. Okay. That's from a boy. Yeah. That's from my friend. Work me. Work, work me. me. <laughs> that's work Mike's problem. <laughs> just slam it all. Man. Good thing I'm not this person. Right. It's like that gif of Elmo dancing on yeah. the toilet. You think I'm like, gonna ruin my day? on the company time. You think you're, I'm gonna ruin my day off being hungover? Hell no, that's for work me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna get paid to feel like shit. Just kidding. Absolutely. I would be absolutely miserable because I actually have to stand and do shit the whole yeah. time. Yeah. You have it's done. It feels, it feels a long time. No. It feels like a sitting down so, job would be better. Yeah. But yeah. Being, I think. Yeah, I was hungover now at I six go, flags. Now that I go shit to bed at sucked. Like nine o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. I think everybody's had that like rite of passage thing where you show up to work completely. Yeah, I was hungover, blown. and was you're like, nope, out. never again. I was blowed out at Six Flags. I was yeah. hot too. We're just sitting there like, wow, I should not have come into work. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, but that's <laughs> wonderful. I don't drink during the week because. Yeah. I have to be up so early. So, so uh, obviously, no one talking about the movie. Uh, yeah, it, it's just a movie, you know? So it with, was all right. It happened. That, it had Valentine's in the name. <laughs> so with that, that is the end of this episode. And that's episode 268 in the pocket, in the books. That's like, I fucked it up. I'm sorry. So, 
If you have any other cool fun facts about Valentine's or David Boreanaz or why I have the biggest crush on uh, Wendy Peppercorn, please say. Allentown Pod. We have an email with it. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. Otis is Squints. I sure would <laughs> try to drown myself to make out with the life lady. The, the life lady. <laughs> she, she was a life lady. Lifeguard lady. <laughs> so the music you listen to right now that is flipped in the combined effort, flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So like I said earlier, this is the Valentine's Day episode. We're going to do this every year. God, I hope there's enough. But <laughs> ah. oh, we've already run out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's this, it. Two years. I mean this <laughs> one, this one was kind of rough. But there Ooh, are the last one was kind of rough. Uh, better than this one. <laughs> we, we got some gentle nightmares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my bloody Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, like, so like always. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a vampire film. We're going to go back to what we were doing in, in February. Bye, guys. Bye. Toots? Now that's spooky. What a twist. <laughs>